It's a a book by uh, Kurt Vonnegut. Great book. Great, great story. Very influential story, man. Um, And it's the subject of tonight's podcast. You know what I mean? Uh, By the way, I'm Jay Glover. Welcome to another Midnight Podcast. How rude of me. I didn't even get to introduce myself and all that and say what's up to y'all. How y'all doing? Staying fit? Going outside and actually living normal lives, I hope. Walking around. Talking to people, I hope. Instead of scaring each other and shit half to death. Y'all niggas are tripping out there. I, I, I go out there and people are looking at me crazy. And I'm like, you're the one looking crazy? I know what to look for. If you could taste and smell everything, you don't have Corona. Okay? You you okay. You okay. You get a headache, you got a headache. All right? The common theme of Corona that I found out is that every single one of them lose their uh, sense of taste and their sense of smell. If those two things... and five senses if you lose a sense your body's gonna tell you something ain't right you lose your sense of taste and your sense of smell 
you got that you got that shit. I don't want you to have it. I don't want you to have it. But shit happens. And you got that shit. So if you're listening to me right now and you're sitting there saying, no wonder that shit tastes bland. It was good. My mama put some, my mama put some ankles in that uh, casserole. I don't, the fuck? Do I really got that shit? D- calm down. Calm down. Calm down. I know what you're thinking. Can you still smell shit? Okay. Now, if you can, that that just means you just tasted some bland ass, ass food. Your mama really can't cook as well as you think she can cook. Or maybe y'all just ran out of spice and ingredients and couldn't put that extra kick into that casserole that you wanted, that you was just fiending for all day long. Doing nothing. Just like the rest of us. But it's it's not... It's not going to be bad if you can still smell (laughs) and if you can still taste things. If you can't smell or taste things, then that's when I would recommend going to a hospital. Something like that. Then you know you got that corona. Because let me just get get in the middle of this and be the same voice of reason, at least to myself. And that's this. You're going to be okay if you think you're going to be okay. You're going to be fine if you think you're going to be fine. If you think the world is fucked and you're fucked with it, guess what? That's right. It's going to be fucked. And you're fucked up too. If you're thinking it, (laughs) why not? Why not, right? That's what you want. You're thinking it. You're believing in it. not saying that corona ain't real. I think that shit is serious. I think that shit is like for for real like people are sources i shouldn't say people on this one these are valid sources that i get it from sources are saying that shit might not be happening until 2021 shit will still happen we'll still have events we'll still have uh, uh important celebrations you know the world doesn't stop we ain't the first and only, and I hate when people say, oh, we've never been through anything like this in our history. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. That's not true. That's not true. I'm angry. I'm angry. I'm angry on this one. You just, you're just adding to it. You're just adding to it. You know what I mean? Like you're just It's like you're you're investing into the chaos. Like, okay, well, I I want to see how chaotic, how chaotic I can make it since since everybody since there's so much chaos, and you know, what's my little two cents, you know? I'll tell you what. Someone's going to believe and listen to what you're saying. Like that chloroquine or whatever, hydroxychloroquine or whatever that shit is called. You do know that the same chemicals in that is in like fish cleaner, tank cleaner and shit. But the type that the president was talking about, as asinine as it sounds, 
it's not available for the common consumer. Uh, that's the problem, is that you're getting half the story all the time. The other half is supposed to be the result of your research, your hard work, your dedication into trying to better your own life. You know what I mean? And trying to, uh, uh, once again, prove everybody else is around you, man. Uh, but I was thinking about something today. You know what I mean? I was thinking, you know, Earth Day coming up. You know, and... You know, at a time, this is, it's different. The world is different. The world is different. Let's, let's all agree on that. Let's all agree on that. The world is different. Uh, it's silly, to be honest with you. In my belief, the world is silly. It's really fucking silly. It, I laugh. I literally laugh at people. Not laugh, laugh at the plight, but laugh at the, the craziness. Like, you guys are, it's like you guys are just, um, grasping for straws it's like things just happen and you guys are like oh oh, i don't know what to do i don't know what to do um and y'all are changing up y'all's lives seriously you you guys got to understand this this is psychological This, this is what the power of our brains do for uh for society our our brains can be dangerous sometimes. You know what I mean? Our brains can be uh, powerful beings in their own right. You know, I started this uh, podcast, you know, with Galapagos, you know, and I still want to know if you guys ever read it. If not, you should read the book. And I think um, me reading this book served a great purpose in learning how to deal with people. And it really is the place where I started hating people. (laughs) It really is. Because that book was so profound in so many ways, man, that I'm going to share that book's message with y'all tonight for Planet Day. Now... the best books in life that you find are books that you don't expect to, you know, have, you know, the best books that you ever get are never the books that you buy. It's usually a book that was given to you or, you know, just a book where it was just lying around and you were just like, oh, this looks interesting. You start reading it and it's life changing. One of those books, Malcolm X, Autobiography of Malcolm X, one of the greatest books I have ever read. If not, if you were to perform open heart surgery on me right now, you'd see that book beating in the place of my heart. The Autobiography of Malcolm X is that. If you were in the same room for said same autopsy and you were to go into my head and open up that little black head of mine, you would see the book Galapagos by Kurt Vonnegut. 
along with, you know, W.E.B. Du Bois' Black Reconstruction of America and, uh, you know, a few Nietzsche books, a few, you know, uh, you know, uh, a few, uh, Yukio Mishima, you know, Miyamoto Musashi, you know, like all those books, man, I dig them all, I dig those kind of stories, man, you know what I mean, uh, just stories about the code, stories about, uh, having a code, essentially, uh, but I share this particular volume with you guys because Galapagos, that book had the distinct place in my life to where I that was the first book I felt the that the the book was traveling to me. You know what I mean? It was like it, it traveled to get to me. And um I don't have said book anymore. Uh, I actually gave it to uh Daniel who was from the uh uh the guy that gave me a lift to get my car out, out of impound in uh the legend of two tone tony if you haven't heard that volume check it out man it's a good story um but he daniel he was the uh he was a huge kurt vonnegut fan you know he had a big uh and I didn't even know this. I didn't even know this. It was just commonality. Like, we just started talking, and, you know, I had just moved into town at that time, and he was a neighbor. And, uh, you know, you know, we would talk, you know, smoke weed every now and again and shit. And uh, he had this badass Kurt Vonnegut tattoo. It was a portrait of Kurt Vonnegut but it was like I don't know it was like an artsy look to it it was just cool and uh we were talking about books you know I think he was trying to get me to get into uh Game of Thrones yeah it was no not Game of Thrones it was Game of Thrones it was Game of Thrones was it Lord of the Rings, I forgot what it was, but there was a book that he was trying to get me on, I I have to remember it, but, uh, I remember we were talking, and, uh, you know, he was like, I'm a huge, uh, Vonnegut fan, man, so, when I got finished with Galapagos, you know, I was just like, man, I'm gonna have to give this nigga this book, man, this book, this book changed lives, so, Daniel, if you're hearing this podcast, you know who the fuck I am. My voice, my voice is pretty fucking unique, I think. So I think that, you know, if you're hearing me, you know what the fuck I'm about. You better have finished that reading that fucking book, dude. Like, for real. Because, (laughs) I mean, you might need it more now than ever. Like, the lessons that that book uh, gave me, man, it, it, it is, I use it every day, even now. I use it every day, the lessons that book gave me. So let me tell you how I ran into this book. So I move up there uh, to uh, San Marcos, Texas. 
7866. Shout out to my Bobcats out there. Eat them up, eat them up. Go Cats, go. Um, Hill Country, I I see y'all out there. But, uh, you know, I... This is this is after all the you know eating and garbage. Yeah, well, actually, I was still I was I was still like in that broke phase at that time. It was like twenty nine. It was like twenty nine or thirty at that time. Still broke, but I but at least I had a car. You know what I mean? And like I still had stuff like that. And actually, I actually moved up there to start a business again. <laughs> And uh, you know, my my nigga Will, man, Jewish cat, man, he he uh he was like, yo, man, you know, since you're moving in, uh, and I would go in his room and just take his books. He didn't like that shit. He didn't like that shit. Now let me tell you about Will real quick. This is a Ben Shapiro Jew. I mean, Ben Shapiro Jew, like. That's the best way I could put it. He is, you like Ben Shapiro's show, you would like this nigga. That's what kind of Jew he is. This, Two-Tone Tony and him are, Nick, are two of those handful of friends that I can just look at and be like, I don't have to worry about a bad fucking day. If it came, I know that nigga got me. I know that nigga got me. Because he's proved it. He's proved it over and over again. He's actually the reason why I was able to do this podcast. He gave me the influence for it. But my man, uh, well, he we we knew the we knew the cat that was living there before, right? So, um, Will was like, "Hey, man, uh, give me, you know, or you know, I was just trying to." get a book, and he got mad at me, he was like, dude, you know I don't like you going to my fucking room, in my book, blah, 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 so I was like, dude, it's just books, man, it's just books, but that's who he was, he just didn't like that shit, and to me, it was odd, I was like, well, I'm just grabbing books, dude, like, I want to read, I want to have shit, I have nothing to my name, I'm a piece of shit, I'm a piece of shit, I'm a piece of shit. I'm a shitty guy right now. And I don't give a fuck about anybody at this point in my life. This is two or three years ago in my life. I was thinking that way. I was like, no one gives a fuck about me. No one's fucking gotten in touch with me. I haven't had a birthday wish or birthday. I think the for the last three or four years, uh, I think the only people who have said happy birthday to me <laughs> are essentially the people i saw face to face and even some of them didn't know because i never told them my birthday i mean i'm not i'm not like mad over or anything but i was just like you know i just want to see what people are like and i kind of found out that on facebook and shit and this is me snitching on all of y'all so y'all y'all just about to get snitched on i seriously believe now and i'm convinced now with because of my own life and maybe it's because no one likes me I don't care. It is what it is. It is what it is. I can't make y'all like me. Why should I try? But what I try to do is make myself likable enough to be liked. 
whether you like me or not, eh, all right, well, I like you still, so I'll still come around and fuck with you. And if I annoy you, tell me. If not, I'm still going to annoy you. You might as well just fucking accept it. Or man up or woman up and tell me you're fucking annoying. Stop fucking talking to me and get the fuck out of my face. We're not cool like that. I've been told that before. And I got the moving. I was like, well, you're wasting my time too. You know what? Great doing business with you. I do not want to be that dude that prevents you from your star. Go shoot for the moon, honey. I got you. You're good. You're good. It was mainly women that said that <laughs> to me. Most guys, man, they, you know, guys, we just, ah, man, you fucking weird, man. And I know I'm an annoying dude. I know I, I know that. I, I am annoying. I own that. And I'm happy I'm annoying. I'm a, I'm a talker. I'm a talker. I love talking. Anyways, uh, so I'm talking to, talking. <laughs> so I'm talking to him and he's sitting there saying, okay, well, here's a book, and he was like, uh, I forgot, let's call him James, I forgot his name for real, but it was a mutual friend that he and I had known that lived in that place that we currently occupied at that, at this time, and, um, he, he was like, okay, man, you know what, here's a book, I don't know, he left it behind. Like I said, we'll just call him James, the guy that left the book behind. And I looked at it, and I was, and it was Kurt Vonnegut's Galapagos. And uh, I was like, oh, okay, man. I, and he was a weird dude, too. So, so I was like, man. I, I mean, I, was, I read Slaughterhouse-Five, impeccable book. You know, I used to uh, read it when I was do my morning walks to get to the bus to get to work. When I didn't have a car. I didn't have a car majority of my 20s. I did a lot of walking. Let me just say that. If y'all want to know how I stayed so young. Be broke. Be 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 broke. And then be forced. <laughs> be forced to at least keep up with other people in their careers being broke. That's the best way I could put it. But... You know, time goes on, and I'm just like, all right, man, you know, I'm bored. I ain't got shit going on. I'm going to read this fucking book. I, I, how how weird can it get? I and mean, my, my life is in shambles already. Fuck it, right? So I read, I finish the book, impeccable book, changes my life altogether. So what happens in the book is... I can't remember the characters. All there was a lot of shifts and whatnot, but I'll give you the quick and sweet version. Uh, everybody's going to vacation to the Galapagos Islands, you know. And for a little tidbit, you guys don't know that's where Darwin uh, did his book. I think. Let me go check. It, I know there's a. Uh, let me see, Darwin. Darwinism, no, not Charles Darwin, he wrote, just give me one second, I'm going to get right back to y'all because I'm actually looking up on uh, Google right now what the deal is, but he wrote the origin, on the origins of the species from, um, 
from that said place, uh, the Galapagos Islands. That's where he did a study. And that's what essentially um, started the the uh, philosophy of Darwinism. No, this is all true stuff. This is history you're learning right now. This is actual stuff. Uh, and it's in the book. I, I knew all the other stuff. I just needed to know what the title was. I couldn't think of the title. But, yeah, all the other stuff, yeah. Um, so, these people, it's a vacation. It's a cruise ship, actually, of all places. It's a cruise ship. Uh, it's a cruise. So, all these people go to this thing. Uh, I think they they go out to Peru. Yeah, I think it's out in Peru. And they, uh, you know, throughout the story things happen like but as you're reading it and when you get finished with it and it's being told from the story of a guy i don't want to give it all away but it's told from the story of a ghost that kind of just hovers and watches the evolution of time over a million years from 1987 to the current point in time of that book at the end of the book, which is a million years later into the future. And one of the things in that book that taught me about nature and being more involved with, you know, climate, you know, climate causes, you know, um, and the, the saying in the book was something like, uh, It was, it was, it was like mother nature always has a way of fixing herself. That's essentially what, uh, the ghost was saying from the million years that he saw from 1987, when the whole world went to shit in the book to a million years in the future, his one lesson was mother nature always finds a way to fix herself. Because if you think about it, we're all just essentially uh, organisms of Mother Nature. A woman. <laughs> so now we've all come to find out that America is a woman and, uh, you know, Mother Nature is a woman. It's kind of like humans are day-day, okay? Uh, America is day-day's uh, baby mama. And Mother Nature is Baby D. All the characters from uh, Next Friday. That's the best way I could put it. That's that's what that book put in focus to me. So. The lesson and how I got that lesson was because throughout the book, uh, my man, the ghost the you know the ghost just hovering around my man was just watching these people and how these people ended up stranded at the galapagos islands is uh so they make it they're, they do some snorkeling or some shit i'm just paraphrasing but they're doing some uh snorkeling and shit or something bomb goes off and the whole entire time you don't know how it got to this point 
you just heard actually i missed a big i, I missed a big part i don't want to give that because before they even get to that point it's even a bigger part so i'll just save that for you to delve into but essentially bomb goes off they don't know what the bomb is they don't know what happened but they all figured out uh you know they ended up getting stranded on the island like it was just something about the boat and I could think the cruise ship was sinking or something and the boat ended up crashing. So it was like a group of like 12 people, right? It was like a group of 12 people and they ended up uh, stranded on this island. But what we know, the reader, through the eyes of the ghost narrator in the book, is that those 12 people are going to be the creators of a new race. Now, at the end of the book, and because of the problems of them being human and people, they ended up becoming like, uh, it was like they explained it in such a way, but it was like they ended up becoming kind of like these amorphic versions of penguins but they were human penguins but this is evolution this wasn't like oh you know weird radioactive no 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 this was just evolution and what the evolution was was because we as humans had the brain capacity that we had in 1987 this book was released like around the 80s or our 90s so at that time current um but 1987 humans were as of today um you know just far and far way ahead of you know let's say 100 years prior to that so 1887 you know in 100 years from now i'm pretty sure if we play our cards right we'll be the things that amaze us and us and make us wonder now might be a simple answer in the future but in this book because of the fact that our brains asked so much questions about the unknown wanted to be the gods that the god or gods whatever you believe in or if you don't believe in anything if we just we just got to a point where we believed we were bigger and better than the humans that we actually were and it cost us because in the book um with all the fights and stuff like that you got to think of it this way this guy one of the the there was two guys there was two guys and i think the rest were women and one of them was the captain of the boat he had some sort of disease Crohn's disease, Parkinson's disease, something like that. But he carried the trait. He was the only person, as a reader, as a reader, when we're reading the book, as a reader, he, you only know that he's the only person that can... That has a dick, essentially, in the world, on the Galapagos Islands, a safe island. 
And and the so he obviously, you know, being a man and you know, wanting to hide his disease, uh you know, he goes off and you know, he tries to do what he can to, you know, make sure that he doesn't get horny enough for essentially and fuck any of these chicks. Cause he's like, dude, if I fuck any of y'all and it passes on to them, they're going to have the disease and it's just going to be a trait that everybody has. This is also one of those books that taught me women are fucking crazy. I love women. I, I, I can't, I cannot not be around women. You know, I'm a dude, you know, I, 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 you know, a straight heterosexual male will agree with me on this, whether they, and I don't care how people swing. You should know that by now, but how people, uh, how women present themselves doesn't really affect us men as long as there's tits and ass in front of us whether we even want tits or ass or not we just prefer it you know what i mean this is just from a straight heterosexual male um and that was the case in the book and all these bitches in this book knew that they were like well we want to propagate like we and it was morality setting in you know what i mean it was kind of like morality was setting in like well, holy shit, like, we, we don't know what the fuck is about to happen. We don't know. We're stuck on this island. <laughs> but, you know, women being women, except for, like, a Japanese woman in that book and, like, maybe two other women, everybody else was on this dude. One of the crazy ladies in this book, because this guy, you know, being a guy, you know, he he was like dude i'm the, he would fuck him he would he would he would fuck him and then pull out well one of those times uh pulled out one of the chicks got smart i don't want to i don't want to tell you how she did it because then women are going to be taking notes and be like oh i'm going to get pregnant but women it's going to force y'all to read if y'all going to really try to trap a man read the book i'll give y'all that if y'all if y'all really trying to trap niggas today read this book all right i'm going to throw y'all a leaf because it's really the man's fault. If a man gets trapped by your ass, it's his fault that he got trapped, not you. You're you're women. Y'all just doing what women do. And I and I, shit. Play on, play, play on. Do your woman thing. Trap these niggas out here that deserve to get trapped. Because they sitting there fucking falling for them. So yeah, as a matter of fact, you I implore women to read this book and learn how to do some cold shit in the time of survival. But that's that's not that's something else um but my 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 homegirl in the book she she essentially grabs a you know a sample of his of his shit of his cum and you know sticks it right up in there and you know does the old the old go and she ends up pregnant this nigga finds out. He's like, holy fucking shit. Do you know what I got? <laughs> He's like, don't you know why I was pulling out? Like, I ain't trying to mess this up for us. Why are you messing this up? 
And that's what I see in these people today. It's like people are just like, there's people like, you know, a whole, and, and, you know, like I said, I believe strong people are listening to me. I believe that strong people don't need strong leaders or charismatic leaders because you guys are strong yourselves. Y'all can be your own leaders. And I believe that. I'm not a leader. I'm not a leader. I'm just a dude that's just like, look, dude, this is what I see. This is what I, this is what I do in this situation. You hear the calmness in my voice? This is, uh, that's it. This situation, like I said, this whole world to me, I ain't had to change up a damn thing in my life. For real. For real. I'm keeping it real with y'all. Like, ain't nothing, ain't nothing different in my life. Y'all are different. And I actually kind of like people now. <laughs> because it's like, it's like the shit that I wanted them to do for the past five, six, seven, eight years. They didn't want to do it and it started pissing me off. And now it's like, I'm not even asking. They just do it. They just move out the way anyways. This is like, oh, fuck. No, 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 no. But at the top of that, there's a subtle, there's, there's like a hint of, um, of, uh, remorse. Like they don't, they don't want to be too extra about anything, you know? So it's kind of like, okay. Uh, it's like people are trying to spend as least amount of time with other people and, and it just be like, okay, man. Okay. Let's do this. Let's do that. Okay. Let's get the fuck out of here. I'll go my way, you go your way. You know what I mean? And that's what this book is. Like, it's like people are just tripping. Using thinking they're using their brains to save the world. And they're really just doing shit to make the world worse. Just like in the book Galapagos. Once again, the moral of the story, and in this story is Mother Nature has a way of fixing herself. She, it, it always does. And I read this book in 2016, 27, or 2017, 2018 when I read this book. And I, I see it right now. Everybody's doing all this smart shit, but they're using it for dumb shit. All these fucking, you know, dance clap challenges I'm seeing on Instagram and on Facebook and people putting up memes and shit. This is a beautiful time to innovate. It is. It really is. I'm I'm not an innovator. I'm not. I'm just some nigga on the side of the street just saying whatever it is I'm saying. And shit, you know, chilling. You know, I'm the, that's me. But everybody out there is acting like that fucking crazy woman in the story. Y'all just getting nutted on. <laughs> and with all this fucking you know, paranoia and, you know, this chaos and this distrust, y'all getting nutted on all over y'all's face, getting money shot left and right from all that shit. And you guys are thinking, you, oh, let me, let me, let me get a little bit of that off my face and stick it up my ass or, you know, stick, stick it up my fucking cooch or some shit. And then you guys get pregnant with that shit. And then you guys start believing that shit. And then it goes and goes and goes and goes. It evolves. It's just, one generation, it's like we're breeding, we're breeding this shit ourselves. So in said book, uh, the captain, uh, he's 
you know, at that time, they go through a fight, you know, man, woman, when they don't agree with something, they just get in a fight and then they have this beef. This beef lasts throughout the rest of the book. And it was really the woman that had the beef with the dude. Like, she was like, why are you yelling at me? Like, we've been asking you. You're the only dude. And he was like, dude, you just don't get it. Like, the guy was sitting there, unbeknownst (laughs) to anybody else in the book. He was sitting there like, dude, I'm trying. But here's the effed up part. Is that, uh, uh, uh. The Japanese woman that I stated earlier. Okay? Okay? Her husband had a genetic defect. And her husband died earlier in the book. Uh, before before they even made it to the island. I know. I know. It's like, oh, and remember I said I don't even want to mention what happens in the book. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like, it's crazy ass book. Like I said, Galapagos by Kurt Vonnegut. Go check it out. It is the perfect book for this time. But the Japanese woman ends up having a furry baby. Literally, a furry baby. A furry baby. Beautiful. And, but the but it, the way they explained her, like, she was very beautiful. You know, very beautiful Japanese girl. You know, but she just had this genetic defect. So years go on. And woman would said uh uh the one the crazy woman that put you know the captain's jizz up her own cooch uh she has a child and it's a man and you know what happens from there you know they repop you know they repopulate so those two were essentially what became the evolution of humans from that point on you get the hint at the end of the story that the world went to shit but they don't really tell you they just give you small little clues like at the end of the book vonnegut writes something along the lines like you know these creatures by this time they're they they the like humans of all this shit ended up becoming creatures but they were still humans they were the you know their lineage it would be like saying uh, Neanderthal or, you know, the, you know, Homo sapien or some shit evolving into the, you know, the men that we are today, the men and women we are today, just over a span of a million years. But it was because of the acts of, that happened on the island that caused humans to develop you know, fins and, you know, webbed feet and streamlined heads because of survival. It was the tools and like, like their teeth started coming out because they would, because they had no tools. You got to think about small shit like that. How can you use tools if there ain't nobody around? You can't give it off the island and you can't do shit like what else? Um, you know, they, so they would pull out, like, along the ladder of evolution, they would put up, pull out their, uh, teeth and, you know, uh, and, you know, make weapons and stuff because they didn't have, or, you know, whatever to, you know, as tools, they used their teeth as tools. And because of the situation of the world, 
you come to find out, you know, from time to time throughout the span of history in the book, you know, things would wash up on shore. You know, it would be like an old AK-47 or, you know, piece of shrapnel or, you know, something like things like, you know, small hints. The reader would know, like, okay, some bad shit went down. It was like shit washing up from shore time to time that are nothing but signs of war. Like, yeah, some bad shit happened. But by this time, million years later, all they they were unable to even talk. They were literally animals. Like, they literally just became animals. And, uh, you know... The the reason why I wanted to bring this story out on Earth Day is because one, it is about the Earth, and the Earth is nothing but animals. We're all animals, and I think the lesson that I got from the book was, you know, if I were to think that I'm a god or believe that. I can be a God like we all think we can, like we all believe we are the master of our own destiny and we should be, but you got to be realistic. You got to be understanding that mother nature runs this bitch. She does. She does. You know, it's funny. They had a report us. Uh, uh, I can't, I just read it not too long ago, but pretty much, uh, and you heard it here first. But pretty much um, a lot of people sat here and uh, said that Corona was created in a lab. Not true. Not true. Not true. Not true. I don't think it. I believe there's a connection. I believe that Corona is natural, but I think it was enhanced through maybe another experiment or something but i but anyways uh the u.s intelligence report that just recently came out said that it shows signs that it was in fact showing like a lot of people were saying you know china created the virus u.s intelligence is starting to say actually we think this just started from all the sources we know this might not be the case and I think uh, that book and the law, this little small part that I talked about, uh, you know, just once again, the short and sweet version of the book, the important part of the book that I think uh, serves the purpose of this lesson is uh, I really do think Mother Nature is just fixing herself. That there it is. I really do believe that. And you can call me a nut. Fuck it. I'm a nut. You're the one listening to me. <laughs> so that makes two of us, right? You know what I mean? Like, I really do believe. And it's not God. It is not. It's not humans. I really do believe people tend to forget about Mother Nature. Mother Nature is Baby D. That is a big bitch you don't want to fuck with. And we were fucking with her. You know what I mean? 
And with our big ass bright ideas and brains, we're sitting here thinking, oh, we can fix it. We can fix it. We can fix it. I ain't heard one person have a, have a vaccine for this shit. We might not even get a vaccine. We don't know. We don't know. Do we? I sure as hell don't. So, if if we're going to get out of this, do the right thing. Take care of each other out there, y'all. Come on, people. Take care of each other. Just stop being fucking douches. Fellas, treat women right out there, man. They, they're women. They're crazy. They're going to be crazy. They're going to be crazy. Our job is to sit there and remind them, bitch, you're crazy. Stop that shit. All right? What? What? Just speak to me. Don't expect me to know what the fuck you need to do. Tell me what you need to do. Okay? And women, stop. Just stop sitting there and getting mad that we're calling you crazy shit. Own that shit. Just sit there and be like, yeah, the fuck I am crazy. I'm crazy because you ain't listening to my ass. Do something. If, you, if you're if doing something, I wouldn't be yelling at you, would I? Now, some women, y- y'all, just, y'all just never gonna get pleased. Some of y'all. And I get that. There's a dude out there for you. There's a simp. There's a simp out there that's willing to... There's a simp for every woman out there. Even you, even me. We're gonna be a simp. And I have been a simp for a woman or two. Okay, we all have. That's how we learn how to become pimps. You got to be a simp before you become a pimp. You got to be a simp because the only way you're going to be a pimp is if you learn to be a pimp. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing with this world. You can't pimp Mother Nature if you're going to think she ain't going to do shit back. Now, I feel that we can if you got the game to pimp Mother Nature. What do I mean by pimping Mother Nature? What I mean by that is being aware of your surroundings and maximizing your situation within those surroundings. You know what I mean? Go outside. It's okay. Don't don't worry. You can go outside. Don't worry. You can even go outside without without the mask. That's another podcast because I I and I'm not saying without the mask like in public. You know, be safe. But I mean, like, if you're out by yourself, because I've seen some crazy ass people just go outside with masks anyway, just to take a while. I'm like, you better sit your ass, you better sit your white ass down, you little fragile white lady, and just get, get, give me that. <laughs> oh, man. All oh, that made me mad. <laughs> but I mean, just go outside, breathe in the air, appreciate this moment because CO2 levels are down. They don't tell you that part. They uh 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 um energy efficiency is up. They don't tell you that part. You know what I mean? There there's innovation outside waiting and no one's using it. No one's using it. It is the perfect time to be outside. It is. Think of this like 1998 again. It, just live life like 1999. There we go. Prince. 1999. 
Just just stop right there. That's where we need to be at right now. It's 1999. When shit was just cool. You know what I mean? Um Mother Nature is doing her job. Cause you and I'm clapping because you know why? She was tired of our shit. I'm gonna be real with you. She was tired of our shit. And she was like, you know what? Alright, yeah, some of y'all's got to go. Some of y'all are gonna survive this. And I'm not, and once again, I'd never put anything past myself. I believe it can happen to me too. I believe I can get corona. I'm I I have faith that I won't, but I'm not gonna sit there and be like, oh, I'm doing I won't get corona. I won't I don't know. I know what to look for. Like I said, if you could taste everything and you can smell everything, you're doing okay. You're just, you're, you're doing okay. That's the common theme. That's the two things you need to look at. Can you still taste shit? Can you still eat shit? And, and, and can you still smell the roses? That's why I said go outside. Be in nature. Enjoy it. You know, I think that symptom right there is telling of mother nature that's symptom because now the more i talk and think about it, the more i'm convinced corona is natural and i think mother nature is just a bad bitch to where she's like you know what i'm about to i'm about to come all over y'all niggas like yeah y'all are better yet y'all been coming on my ass all this time making me swallow this shit doing whatever the fuck y'all want fucking me up oh no 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 these legs are closed okay and i'm about to give you some fucking shit that you can't get rid of humans that's what i think she's saying to us because like i said the common theme is that everybody loses their sense of taste and smell and i think those are the two most natural senses that should be required in nature because if you can't smell shit how you gonna be able to know you know it's like it's like it's like that saying you know how did you know how did you know that person was a bad guy i could smell it on him you know what i mean it's like it's like that you know or you know it's like those two senses are just when they're taken away from you and everybody's explanation of losing that sense of taste and smell it's like shocking to them it's it's like staring at morality personified and sitting there and like holy shit like yeah this shit this shit is really scary so don't fuck with mother nature all right this is a time to be a hippie this is a time to be a good guy in a bad world not a time to be a punk I'm not saying that. I've learned you can be a good guy and still be an asshole. Think of Stone Cold Steve Austin or something. You know what I mean? Like, or Shawn Michaels, my favorite wrestler of all time. Like, you know, shout out to my Saytown people. <laughs> but still, uh, Mother Nature has a way of fixing herself, man. And I just wanted to drop this on Earth Day to tell y'all that. And to remind y'all that. You know what I mean? I didn't want to be too serious, man. I just wanted to lay that on y'all, man. That 
we got to take better care of ourselves. I think once we start taking better care of ourselves and with one another and just relate, we can actually take care of Mother Nature and she'll take care of us. And we won't end up dumbass, you know, animal looking motherfuckers in the future farting and shitting ourselves and not caring about the world and not having to worry because mother nature did the work for us and was just like you know what y'all just need to be dumb motherfuckers for a while until y'all figure y'all shit out i butchered up the book pretty good so (laughs) if you know i I know i was kind of jumping around you know i do these off the top of my head i ain't got nothing recorded i just come in with an idea and i'm just like Okay, I, I I can go from there. I I can carry I can carry you tune from there, and I feel like for Earth Day, uh, Kurt Vonnegut's Galapagos uh, would serve as a great lesson for us today in this time, um, because it served a great lesson in my life, and it helped me look at the world and say, okay, you know what? I got to be better around my people. I got to be better around my surroundings because I don't want to be the reason i i don't want to be the guy that had made that choice to turn all of us into animals a million years from now you know what i mean i don't want to fucking be that you know i don't want to be the woman in that story i can't be i gotta be i gotta be the dude with the disease so uh i'm just gonna be real and and, and just say, and when I'm saying the disease, I don't want to be the guy with the disease, period. I mean, in the book. <laughs> I was about to leave it off on that note. And just, <laughs> that was going to be crazy. And it just, I know people are going to be like, what? <laughs> take care of planet home, people. Let's take care of each other, man. We all live on this pale blue dot, man. Sagan was right, man. Carl Sagan was right, man. This is the only home we got, man. So, you know, we fought wars over this fucking shit. We fought, you know, we, you know, went on crusades. We've enslaved people. We've been pretty shitty, and we've been getting pretty fucking lucky about it. And I think this is Mother Nature telling us, you know what? Yeah, y'all wasn't listening to that little Swedish girl six uh, last year. Y'all started laughing at her when she was over here telling you some real shit. I was whispering in her ear, and y'all niggas wasn't taking me seriously. Okay, all right, I got y'all, I got y'all, and bam, Corona. <laughs> so I'm telling you, think about it. It's the time to be a hippie. You know, start start a food bank, you know, a community garden, you know, look into the innovations of uh, carbon emissions, you know, read more about science, you know, whether you agree with it or not, just to have the knowledge of it could suit you. I There's a lot of shit about science I don't agree with, but it's logical. You know what I mean? I love logic. I love even if I think you're crazy. If you're logically crazy, I'll roll with it. I'm like, all right, man. Like, I don't know why you're drinking juice out of a tin can, but hey, all right, I guess you, I mean, you, you made sense out of it. Shit. You know, I'm not going to make fun of you for it. You know, 
recycle. You know, take care of your animals. Take care of your people, man. Because if you treat people shitty, they're going to treat other people shitty. And some people don't have anybody to treat anything with. So they just treat the world shitty. And when you start treating Mother Nature shitty, she got something for your ass. That's just history. History has proven it. Look at what's happening now. Look look what's been happening in the last 10, 15 years. I think everybody uh, sleeps at night and thinks, you know, we, we're, well, I'm a good person. Well, I'm a good person. I, I, it's not me. He's not talking to me. Jay's definitely not talking to me. I'm talking to you. If you're such a good person, why am I not listening to you on a podcast? You know what I mean? Why am I not reading about you out there trying to help other people? In this time of need. You complain about good people. Not not enough good people in the world. This is your chance to be one of them nigga. Go out there and be good. Show some good shit. Don't be a bitch about it. Don't let. Because good people do get taken advantage of. Fair warning. But the important is. The, the importance of this is. If we're all good to each other. The whole world. The whole world will be good. And that and is that's a tall order. You know, I get it. But at least we can try. I guess I'm gonna do some reads in a little bit, but hey, this is home. And we haven't cleaned up in a long ass time. Let's get some Clorox, let's get some bleach, let's let's get the armor hammer and let's Start getting to work. Another Midnight Podcast.
no place like Planet Home. Uh, 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 I wanna go there. Anything's a reach for. And it's home. That's my shit. I don't care how I sound. Jamiroquai, Planet Home, from the album Synchronized, 1999, was the year that album was released. And if you like the first uh, song that you heard tonight, and if it sounds familiar, you're probably right. Comes from Gorillas. We got the power. Uh, Featuring Jenny Beth uh, from the album Humans. Uh, both great, awesome bands and artists. Go check out their shit. You know, gotta always show the musicians love, man. I'm a musician at heart, man. So, always gotta throw them shout outs. You know, thank y'all for your influence in my life. And, you know, all the songs that I choose uh, are, you know, you know, with the help of some, you know, special guests along the way. And all these songs have a big part of the story. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, shout out to Jamiroquai doing their thing across the, you know, sea out in England. You know, shout out to uh, Gorillaz. You know, there's a whole bunch of UK shit on this podcast tonight. You know, they're from England, too. You know, shout out to my mom. Uh, you know, Laura, you know, she, she's out there, you know, my nanny, Catherine, you know, from Ipswich, you know, so a little dedication to them, you know, my mom, I just recently spoke, so I just wanted to give a little shout out to her, to I love her, man, so, you know, um, if you're feeling me tonight on this podcast, you know, uh, you want to send a voice message, you know where to go. Anchor.fm slash Midnight Podcast, our podcast club. Got a fat tongue tonight. Uh, you can also support this podcast by donation. Uh, same thing. Anchor.fm slash Midnight Podcast Club. Uh, you want to check out more shit, content, events, public services, you know, things like this podcast. Check us out on Instagram, man. We... We out there, we 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 make things happen, you know, we, we will respond, we, we, we're interactive, you know, we just, a nice clean shop just waiting for the first customer to come through, so, <laughs> yeah, come check out the Grand Man, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're gonna like what you see up on there, not a lot of stuff on there right now, you know, we're just getting this journey rolling, you know, so, uh, yeah, just go to the Grand, at Standard Labs. Uh, and lastly, but not leastly, if you got your thoughts, grievances, or inquiries that you want to throw at me, I will respond. And once again, I will read them on the show. Uh, you know, just a few questions and whatnot. Um, you know, hit a brother up. Midnight Podcast Club at gmx.us. Once again, you want to email me? There it goes. Midnight Podcast Club at gmx.us and last but not least before i head out uh just a reminder you know on earth day you know this being the day to 
celebrate Mother Nature, man. Go out in nature. Touch a tree. You know what I mean? Sit, just get, just sit on some gravel, like some dirt, for a minute. You know what I mean? Go out and go fishing. Be in some nature for a second. Smoke some weed or something. I don't know. Just being one with nature on Earth Day, man. This is the day to be a hippie, man. This is the time to be the hippies that we all want to be. I know we all want to be hippies, man. Just got to be real with ourselves and admit that, hey, man, let's just all get along. So, yeah. That was a fun podcast. I actually had fun uh, dropping uh, that. Oh, the book. Yeah. Go get that book, man. I implore people to go read Galapagos by Kurt Vonnegut. Uh, Slaughterhouse-Five ain't the only book he wrote. Everybody tends to just leave it at that. No, 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 no. This book is leagues better for... It's a hard read, but it's leagues better than Slaughterhouse-Five. I, I read both. I, I and Trust me, Slaughterhouse-Five is the reason why I was tempted to read uh, Galapagos. But, yeah, man. That, so, yeah. That's it. Let's take care of our homes and, uh, you know, let's last a little longer, man. Let's, let's survive. No more time for living, man. Now it's time for surviving. So let's survive together. Let's make this shit happen. All right. On three, one, two, three, go take a bath. I'm out. Good night.